When I was a kid, I remember Christmas time being hot, but also at times shimmery, with Christmas beetles gathering in hordes on the lawn or on the back screen door. That iridescence of their shells is so hard to miss. And as a child, these were truly magical beasts. But these days, that shine has somewhat gone. And we've talked about this for a while now, but where have all the Christmas beetles gone? Some people have been saying in more recent summers they've returned, which is obviously good news. But have they really? Is what they're seeing actually the true Christmas beetle, a Christmas mystery, if ever I've seen one? Tanya Lati is a co-founder of Invertebrates Australia, a former president of the Australasian Society for the Study of Animal Behaviour, and is on the Education Committee for the Australian Entomological Society. In, in amongst it all, she's also an associate professor at the University of Sydney. Uh, welcome to you, Tanya. There are these reports of Christmas beetles returning, and I, for one, believe I found a Christmas beetle in my backyard this week. Right, but, and so what did it look like? Well... I've got to say, it wasn't as shimmery as I remember them. And I don't know whether that's because I'm old and cynical <laughs> or I, was, I, was, I found something else. What, what are people reporting? Yeah, so first of all, there's around 36 different species of Christmas beetle. And while the more common ones have that beautiful iridescent, that classic kind of Christmas beetle look, we do have species that are not iridescent, that are you know brown or that are bright green. There's a species that looks like it's made of gold. So there's a few different variations. Having said that, what I've noticed this year in particular is that people will tell me, oh, I found a Christmas beetle or I found lots of Christmas beetle in my pool or they're attacking my, my windscreen. And when we look at the picture, what they're actually seeing is something called an Argentinian lawn scarab, um, which is an invasive pest species that seems to be having a big year. And it's, it seems to be getting really confused with Christmas beetles. So uh, I love that there's a golden Christmas beetle. That's the true <laughs> collector's edition. I never found one of those when I was a child. Um, so tell me more about these imposter scarabs. Uh, what do they do to the, the natural environment? Uh, and do yeah. they sort of act differently, behave differently to the uh, traditional Christmas beetle? Yeah, so there's there's around 2,000 different types of scarab beetle in Australia. So we have lots of different kinds, and many are native. But this particular one is a pest species that likes to um, lay its eggs in turf grass, uh, and so it can cause some problems in, in turf grass and a few other types of vegetation. Um, it's Once you know what to look for, it really looks quite different from a Christmas beetle. It's typically much smaller than the majority of our Christmas beetle species. Most of our Christmas beetles are big. Like you hear them coming, it's zoom in and you look and there's this giant beetle. Um, they're not sort of these tinier, generally speaking, not these tinier beetles. Whereas the Argentinian scarab is quite small. It's not a huge beetle. Um, one of the tricks I find is really helpful um, that works most of the time is to look at the back legs. Um, non-Christmas beetles tend to have scrawnier, skinny legs, whereas Christmas beetles look like a beetle that's like never skipped leg day. They've got these big, beefy <laughs> back legs. <laughs> it's a, it's a, from all that climbing up my back door screen, I'm sure. So, <laughs> that's right. Uh, is the science settled on why Christmas beetles have declined in the first place? No, we don't even know if they have declined. And so the problem seems to be that I suspect they were so common and just just a part of everyday life that nobody really bothered keeping track of their numbers. And it's only now that people are starting to say, oh, geez, I remember there being more in the past. And so without that data, we're not even really able to say conclusively that there's been a decline. Now, like having said that, if one person was telling me they had seen fewer Christmas beetles now than in the past, I'd go, well, you know, we remember things differently and... You know, things always seem bigger and more numerous when you were a kid than when you are now. 
But this is a story I hear again and again and again from almost everybody, um, which makes me think that there probably is a decline. But without that data, our hands are tied in terms of being able to do anything about their conservation because we can't even show that yet. Uh, Tanya Latti is an entomologist. So we're talking about Christmas beetles and uh, perhaps mourning uh, the loss of the wonderfully iridescent Christmas beetle. And I'm curious about, I mean, so if there is no data, this sounds like a really good job for citizen science. You know, has, has there been any kind of uh, organisation uh, to try and stimulate some observational citizen science on the Christmas beetle? Yep, there sure has. So Invertebrates Australia, in collaboration with the University of Sydney, we've been running the Christmas beetle count. Uh, the project's in its second year, and we're asking people, if you see a Christmas beetle, or even something you suspect might be a Christmas beetle, please take a picture of it and upload it to an app called iNaturalist. Um, iNaturalist is a third-party app that uh, serves as this big uh, global biodiversity database. So you can actually upload sightings of any living thing. Uh, and that data becomes available for scientists like myself to look at it. What's really cool about iNaturalist is that it also runs a machine learning algorithm that will try to identify your sighting. And so if you're not sure it's a Christmas beetle, that's fine. The app will give you an idea of what it is. Um, and then once you upload it, we have teams of great volunteers who are out there going through all the sightings that are tied Christmas beetle and checking for them. You don't even need to upload the sightings to our project specifically if it's a Christmas beetle. Uh, it'll automatically be included and come to our attention so we can, can start to get some data about what's going on. I don't want to start a conspiracy theory here, but <laughs> you have seen the rise of the ibis and you have seen <laughs> the decline of the Christmas beetle. I'm just putting two and two together here. I'm no scientist, but there, there may be a connection. I, I mean, another reason to <laughs> loathe the ibis. I know that that's going to make people very angry because people love the ibis, but I love the Christmas beetle more. So perhaps that might be the thesis that we look into next time. Tanya Latti is the co-founder of Invertebrates Australia and an associate professor at the University of Sydney. Great to talk to you. Thanks for having me. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.